0: Hey guys, welcome to the Young and Not-So-Dumb Podcast. It's me, Michael, and Abe. Here we go. Hey guys, I just wanted to start it off talking about judgment. So, um, first of all, I gotta tell you my definition of judgment. So, um, well, there's two different kinds of judgment. There's um, neutral judgment, and there is superior judgment. So, neutral judgment is when you judge someone, but you do it from a place of, like, hey, So I notice this thing about you, and I think this thing about you, but I'm not going to think less of you. Whereas superior judgment is, Hey, I think this thing about you, so I'm going to think less of you, because that makes me better. Now, you can probably see the problem in the second kind of judgment that I just described, but I feel like that's the kind of judgment that most people do. When I think of judgment, um, I try to stay in the neutral zone. I try not to do any um, superior judgment, because um, neutral judgment is just like, um, okay, this person is driving a vehicle that's black, so therefore I know they own a vehicle that's black. Cool. Whereas, if I was like superior judgment, if I didn't like the color black for a vehicle color, if I liked a blue vehicle or something, I don't know, um, then I'd be like, oh, they have a black vehicle? Ah, oh, that looks lame. My car's cooler than them, therefore cooler than theirs therefore i'm cooler than them and that's like a really like lame general example um maybe for example if someone doesn't know that mixing chemicals together like bleach and ammonia for example could create chlorine gas and you think oh they didn't know that but i knew that therefore i'm smarter than them that's an example of superior judgment because you think you're better than someone because they didn't know someone which obviously has no weight in their intelligence um but neutral judgment would be like, oh, well, they didn't know something that was like kind of it seemed common or a bunch of people probably knew that, but I'm sure there's a lot of stuff I don't know. That's like a neutral judgment. And um I think it's a big thing that people don't do, but the worst thing about it is well not the worst thing about it, but a big thing that stinks about it is when you do it to other people, then you do it to yourself too. So like if I go about my life and I'm thinking like, oh I'm better than this person because of this, oh I'm better than this person because of this, oh I'm better than this person because of that. Well, what happens when you mess up something or you do something where you would, if you looked at that person who did that thing, you'd be like, oh, they're stupid. You have no choice but then to call yourself stupid because you're so busy doing it to other people that basically you're just giving yourself like this negative mindset about yourself because you couldn't like not judge someone or you couldn't be like, hey, this is okay that they don't know this or they're this way and... Even though I don't agree with it, I'm just going to be like okay with it or whatever um, and I think that's also something that I can give you a religious example, so there are some Christians who judge people who are homosexual because it says in the Bible not to be homosexual, and they think, "Oh, I'm better than you because you're homosexual, like you're going to hell, I'm going to heaven, and like that that's like a superior judgment that's like terrible instead of being like that, you'd be like, "Oh, you're a homosexual, and I believe that's against my religion, but at the same time, I'm going to love you as a human being because Um, I've messed up and done sins and stuff too. And like that's that like I It's okay if you're if you're this thing that's against my religion or that is like frowned upon in my religion Because I still understand you're a human being and respect that you are and like we're still both human beings Um, And so yeah, that was a few examples of how that works, but basically neutral judgment you're coming from a place of hey Who the heck am I to say anything about this topic because I've messed up in a bunch of other areas and done a bunch of shit, but at the same time, I can be like, okay, you're this and that's okay because I know I've done a bunch of other stuff and, like, that's okay as well. Instead of being like, oh, I'm better than you because you didn't know this. Oh, my gosh, that makes me so much better than you. Whoa, like, like, imagine, imagine a trivia question. Someone asks you a trivia question, like, some of the most random crap, and then, they didn't know it, but you did, and then you assumed you are better than them. How stupid does that sound? Well, a lot of people do it, as crazy as that is.
1: I agree that um, judgment is a very important thing to know about and learn the different types of it. Um, when I first learned about that, I started um, trying to do that throughout the day, because like, for judging um, either other people or yourself, it's definitely something that i'm still not perfect at not doing i i don't think anybody is um but it's a good thing to try and do less of that to try and judge people less or do the um the neutral judgment where it's basically just like an observation learning something about someone because like everyone has different opinions everyone has different tastes and everyone's like learn knows different things than you Um, Like, you could be amazing at something, like, you could be the best, like, tennis player in the world, and then you could, someone could, like, mess up on a tennis win, and you're not going to look at them like they're a complete idiot, because they're not as good as tennis at you. By definition, you should be better at tennis by them, but they're probably better at doing a bunch of different things than you are. They're probably better at, like, they could be an amazing plumber, they could be they could be an amazing kickboxer. They could probably just completely kick your butt physically, but also suck at tennis. Um, and even on less extreme examples, like if Judy across the hall, um, or, or like on the fourth floor or something like that, like is really amazing at talking to people, but also isn't. Um, I will stutter in a little bit of at. at Um, there because like I did work with the Judy and I was hoping that I was trying to keep it as separate as possible from her because like she was really good at her job and like she was a good person and all that so this is a completely separate Judy just a fictional character um so that's I'm just disclosing that so that way I don't keep thinking about trying to overdo that even though like she's probably not going to listen to it so um (laughs) yeah so like like you could just um, be or you could just like go throughout your day and then you could be really good at like sales. Like you could be the best salesman at at your job and or you could be like a pretty good salesman. You could be better than some people at it and worse than some people at it. Or you could do like one aspect of your job really well. You could always get your paperwork done on time. And then and just because like Judy, the like fictional character... Um, like, across from you, isn't very good at doing their paperwork on time, that doesn't mean that they're completely worse at everything than you. It doesn't mean, like, their value as a person is lower than you. It doesn't mean that their intelligence is lower than you. It just means, oh, they're not as good at at doing that on time as you are, but they're probably better at a lot of different things. And it might not even be work-related. They might be a better cook than you. It's like... I think overall, if you do compare yourself to other people, and you use that as a vehicle in a way, as a way to build up your own personal significance, and you turn everything into a comparison game through your judgments of yourself and other people, it, like, I think if you do that with everything over time it would probably pretty much even out to where everybody's at a very similar level overall as a person. But even so, like, people can... It's really easy for people to make drastic judgments about themselves or about other people based on small details, and then just assume that that's right based off of one little instance. It could even be mostly situational instead of as a definition or of, like, the character of a person. But e- either way, like if you need that judgment to get your significance, I would not recommend doing that. It's very insustainable, too, because someone could do something better than you, and then you feel like crap, and that just completely breaks your whole, like your whole system down. So like if you do, are, or if you do really need to meet that need of significance, like say r- right now it's your top need and you are working on having it be a lower need, um, you can still meet it by like helping more people. You can try and help as many people throughout the day as you want. You can try and be the most positive, upbeat person, um, out of everyone that, you know, you can try and be like the nicest person. You can, there's a lot of different things you can do. You can just try and work out and beat your own personal records, and be significant compared to your past self, instead of using um, using different ways to compare yourself to other people. Like, there's a lot of ways to meet that need, and judging is probably one of the most unhealthy ones.
0: All right, guys. So. Next I wanted to talk about um, intent. So um, Gary V does a much better job of explaining this. So if you want to watch that video, that is um, on my Twitter, and uh, that'll be in the handle of this video. So you guys will be able to look at that, or the description of this video. Um, So you guys will be able to look at that, and you'll be able to see my Twitter posts um, with the video referring to this, but um, intent. So intent is basically like, um, what are your reasons behind this, like, what, what is your intent, like, what are you trying to do, um, and intent is always shown through action, almost always shown through action, um, so, like, basically, you doing an action is the, uh, manifestation of the intent, like, you, in order to do something, you not only had to intend to do it, you had to see through that you did it, it is the actual, like, it is actually doing it it is not just intent it's actually going through with it. action is full intent um there's a lot of areas where I see that people don't understand that or don't see this or they overlook it um for example one one area specifically is on um, the topic of we could say fuck boys or um women getting taken advantage of or men or it goes either way um but basically when you are um not looking at someone like when okay, so if you if you see like someone if you're I'm explaining this bad if you're listening to someone like what they're saying to you and their actions are not leading up to what they're actually doing, then that's like an example of them um trying to explain what they're doing like it's their intent is different than what they're saying, like um for example, if you are sure that this guy is in love with you and he's talking to you he's saying he cares about you the only one in the world whatever whatever and then you see him out um and he's like hanging out with another chick and then another time you see him hanging out with another chick or if you look on his phone and he's talking to like 20 other girls or if he says um oh i really really care about you and then he doesn't talk to you for two weeks and then he says oh i'm so sorry all this stuff was happening um, you can tell by his actions that what he's saying isn't the actual truth. And you might say sorry and, like, try and explain away everything that he did or how he's doing all these other things, but you can tell his intent by his actions. Um, if you meet him and, like, within the first, like... if If within the first, like, time you hang out with him, he's trying to kiss you and do a bunch of stuff, based on the actions, you can already tell what his intent is. His intent is to do things with you. That's not... That's not, like oh, he's just this really nice guy that cares about me and he just wants to have sex right away. Like, you know, like all good guys like that. That's not that's not what it is. And um, a lot of girls and a lot of like I I know because I've talked with a lot of um, women about this subject and um, they get taken advantage of and it's like really shitty and it sucks. And it's like, well, this sucks. How does this happen? And it's because um, they'll overlook the intent like of the guy he went through and did the things that he did. He said he was this, and he did that. And I know you can hear actions speak louder than words, but let's really let's really think about this. If someone goes through, they have an intention of doing something, and they go through with and they actually fully do the thing. Um, and then after the fact, they're trying to explain it away like, oh, well, this means this, and this isn't actually why, and this, and this, and this, but they still did the thing. Um, So always look for intent through the actions of someone and you'll see through any trying to manipulation or any kind of like crap they're trying to throw at you um, because really all words are after the fact like it's kind of like defending yourself at court like if you murdered someone um, it doesn't really matter what you say in court you still you still freaking killed someone like that that's that's that you you killed someone you can try and defend yourself all you want you can manipulate what happened you can say whatever you want But all that's after the fact. You still had the intent of doing that, and you went through with it, and you did it. And that's a harsh example, but that goes through with anything in life. Now, there's a possibility of a disconnect, which Gary Vee talks about as well. Um, um, Basically, like, if you say, I'm going to do this, and then you forget, like, um, let's say I scheduled um, an appointment with my doctor or whatever. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm going to go for sure. And then, um, I don't know, um, my tire's flat in my car or something. And or I'm like, oh, I've got this big trip coming up and my car all of a sudden the check engine lights on and I got to get this done. And you focus on that. That isn't really that your actions weren't pointing to you not trying to go to the doctor's office. It's that your priorities were different. And that's where the possibility of a disconnect happens. But if someone does something that their actions like show an intention of not what they're saying, like the opposite of what they're saying then you have to trust the action more than the words. Because it's a lot easier to just say some nice words to try and fix your um, actions versus actually doing a different action. So um, make sure you're looking out for intent because it shows up in every area of life and you can see who people really are and what they really want based on what their actual actions are. Um, because intent is just, it's just something that, um, it's really easy to see if you actually look at someone's actions. Because it's really easy to manipulate people if people are like, oh, I'm going to be really forgiving and everything. But if you understand the fact that someone, when they do something, they actually had to go through with doing that. They had to think, hey, I'm going to do this thing. And then they had to do it. And they had to think, I did that thing. Like, they had to go through all those thoughts and emotions and all those series of, like, everything to get through to that point and doing that thing. Um, Then you can understand, like hey, this person did this, but they said this, I, I feel like there's a disconnect here, trust their actions, trust what they did, because that, that is their true intentions.
1: So I think Michael explained that really well. Um, and the Gary Vee video, too, that um, he'll have on his Twitter um, does really explain that concept well. Um, it's something that like you can rewatch a few times and kind of apply to your own life and understand. Um, And one of the, I guess, one of the caveats with what Michael was saying was, like, people do mess up. People, um, like, you can, like, hold something and then trip and fall and then break it. And it's like, yeah, that's a moment where it's like the result, the final result didn't reflect your intent. But um, the thing that Carrie V. said that makes it different is, like, so the glass or, like, you were holding a glass um, cup. And, like, the glass is broken, Um, whether you, like, trip and fall and that happens, and it is a truly a mistake, um, or if you do it on purpose. But you can figure out the intent by how they do it, too. So, like, if you trip and fall and break a glass, that's, yeah, that's a mistake. But if you take it and you throw it against the wall, that's definitely on purpose. So, like, after someone does something and you aren't for sure if it was a mistake or not, You can usually tell by, like, the details of how they did it um, to confirm whether or not that was their intent or not. So another idea that um, Michael and I thought would be useful to talk about tonight is the idea of speed over analysis in terms of decision making. Um, So, like, when I make a lot of different decisions, I've had a habit of overanalyzing it. Um, like, when I got my phone case, or my phone, I know I spent a really long time figuring out the details on that. Um, but, like, when I did that, it actually failed because of how much I analyzed it. Because I, um, this was, like, half a year ago, I was looking at the Samsung Galaxy S10 Plus as, like, a new phone. Because that one looked like it had all of the best specs and things like that. And I compared it to, like, all these other phones um, within Samsung that... To figure out like which one I would like or value more for the price and um, like which one had the best camera and like the best RAM and the best speed and all this other stuff. But what actually helped with the decision was me trying it out. Because I, I tried it out on Amazon. I bought it and I there's like a return window so I wanted to test it out, test out all the features. And what I realized was it's actually not that good. It's definitely not worth all of the extra money for it. And I spent, like, probably a week and a half before just contemplating on the details. But as soon as I made the decision of, like, okay, yeah, I'll just try it, then I found out, yeah, it wasn't right for me. And then I did that with another phone. I just tried it. And then I found out, okay, well, this one is, like, about half as good. And then I just tried a third phone. Um, in like a different category and I really like the note 9, and I was like the pen that seems useless But then actually using it. It's really nice And I had no idea that that was what I wanted when I was looking at the details and I was trying to figure out all the information um, Before I made the decision and I was trying to um, Compare everything um, without actually doing it um, and like I it's just weird because it would seem like something that you would know. It's like phones and specs and like or j- yeah, just technological specifications like those seem pretty black and white. But actually using the product is what m- helped me make my best decision. And it's like even though that the S10 Plus had a better camera based on specifications, I looking at the two different pictures, it looked like the Note 9 took way better pictures. And, like, I looked on YouTube videos, and I looked at um, a lot of different comparisons about those, but it wasn't until I actually took the video with my phone in my hands where I could see the difference firsthand. Because the difference that I saw on my phone was a lot different than, like, the only, like, the full HD or 1080 pixel video of the comparisons, because that couldn't show you all the data. Um... And I've done that with a lot of other things in my life, and it's just basically wasting a lot of time learning about the details instead of just making the decision. Um, so I, I thought that example really well illustrated the overall concept of how it is actually better to make faster decisions because you don't know until you're in the situation whether it's a good decision or not. Um, and I've learned that from a lot of different people. Um, I do think that um, Kerry Vaynerchuk and Grant Cardone illustrated that really well. Of just like it's not about um, it's not about learning about all of the specifics beforehand and then trying to pick one based off of that. It's about actually doing it because like you can have some of the data looking at it ahead of time, but you can have all the data when you're doing it. Because you can't predict the future. You don't know how everything is going to turn out um, until you actually do it. And then beyond that, when you get in the habit of just making quick decisions all the time, like, then it builds up and it saves you a lot of time. And um, there's something really cool that happens with that biologically, is that when you make good decisions, then that does kind of train your mind in a way or... Yeah, it trains your mind with, like, um, myelin in your brain and different things like that. And it kind of trains your biology um, for, like, when people say they have gut feelings. um, If you do keep making quick decisions over and over again, like, some of them are wrong, some of them aren't going to be the right decision, you'll learn from that. And then you'll be able to feel that that's a wrong decision in the future because you learn from actually experiencing it yourself and seeing it was wrong. And then same with right decisions. Like if you keep making good decisions, when you make a good decision and you actually do it and you get the result from actually doing it, then like you have these, you feel good about it. And then like you have these positive neural connections in your brain um, that kind of just wire you to lean more towards the path of the better decision. Um, So I I guess that's like an, like a more in-depth explanation of the concept and of short explanation of why it works but it's definitely something that I need to do more because I've definitely wasted a lot of time on overthinking and it's something that like a lot of the most successful people in um, business do um, like because obviously like Grant Cardone and Gary Vee, like they're they're good at what they do um, and they definitely have a lot of success but that's like just in one area like a business area um, but like Tony Robbins I think he mentioned stuff about that and then also um, that overall thing lines up with a lot of like psychology concepts that I know and biology concepts so I think it's right and it's definitely helped me a lot and I would recommend doing it so in summary speed for decision making matters way more than deciding whether it's right or wrong ahead of time than analyzing it
0: Yeah, and when you're in that moment, when you're trying to make the decision, you're just like, oh, should I do this or that? Honestly, just flip a coin, because in that moment, you'll either know which one you actually want to do, or you'll not know, and you'll just choose one. And like you said, speed, it's better to just choose and not know, because you don't know the fucking future. No one knows the future. I don't know if that'll be the better decision. Neither do you, but you have to do it. You have to make a decision, so what's the point of waiting around? Like, you you have... You, whenever you make a decision you're making a decision with all the information that you have the the best information that you have right in that moment And of course you're not going to always make the right decision but making a decision is better than not making a decision because chances are you're probably going to make a wrong decision even if you like had more information you'll still probably make just as many wrong decisions so making more decisions is just better just do it you're not going to know then maybe maybe you will make a wrong decision but what if you would've made a different decision that would've been considered the right decision, but then um, you're like, oh, you get this job, and then you have to drive to do training in a different state, and then maybe you would've gotten a car accident and died. Like, you don't know. You don't know the future. You don't know what could've happened. You don't know the past. But if you don't make decisions, then like you you just have to make decisions, and you have to trust like whether this is right or wrong, this is the decision I'm going to make. And not making a decision is a lot worse than making a decision. Because at least you're in charge of your own destiny, you're in charge of your own failure, whereas if you don't make a decision, then basically you're just not living your own life, you're living whatever life leads you to do, which usually isn't that great. Um, like if you look at Mark Zuckerberg, I'm sure it wasn't like life led him to start Facebook. No, he had to make all the decisions to do that. Um, Elon Musk, when he made PayPal, um when he made Tesla when he made um the Rocket X on SpaceX I think it's what it is. Um, he, he made the decisions to do all those things. It wasn't life led him there. He had to decide to make those decisions. And he's obviously had his um, failures and shortcomings or whatever. And I'm, and a bunch of other people have. But they all made those decisions. They all went and did those things. They weren't just like, Oh, well, you know, this, this. they actually went and chose to make a decision. And sometimes it was the wrong decision. But it's all about learning. And overall, instead of saying, Well, I have these three things I could do. What if you make a decision so quick that you do the one thing, then you move on to the next thing, and then you do that third thing? Like, you could do all three in the time where you spent thinking about doing the three and then only getting one done. You could have done all three. So always just make a decision and don't think, oh, but what about this and this? Because you're not going to know. No one knows. You you can't know. So just make a decision. All right. So right now it's like... Almost four a.m. So yeah, we're just finishing up the podcast. Um, my Twitter handle is Michael Cloud with three Z's at the end. So Michael Cloud z z z. And then Abe, what's your Twitter handle? It's at Abe underscore Kurth. Yeah, and we'll be posting the most influential video uh, of the week or most impactful video of the week for us. And uh, yeah, you guys have a great day. Woo! Woo!